Oh, it would help if I had my microphone on. I think we're good. Whoa, I'm being listened to by public speaking. Hello, everybody. It's, (laughs) I say everybody. Well, we're getting people joining. It's Wednesday, it's hump day, and uh, it's time for lunch break. So welcome to, oh, did I answer that? All right, I believe I did. All right. Hey, Jesse, what's going on? Not, not much. I interrupted I interrupted the intro music, didn't I? Oh, it hasn't even started yet. Oh! Now it has. Welcome to the Grox Lunchbox. Maggie Hare says, hope everyone is having a nice day. Thank you. I hope you are too. I'm Randall. Randall. I, wow. I, I messed up my own name. I'm Randall. And, <laughs> and I'm Jesse. Uh, yeah. I, I think I got confused as to whether I usually do Randy or Randall. I think you usually say Randy, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Randall seemed weird. I'm Randy. Hey, what's going up? Our <laughs> Adriano. <laughs> Adriano. Oh God, I'm messing names up. Joshua says hi, Randy. Hey, Josh. Uh, how's everybody doing today? I pause like they're going to answer me. They will. They will. Not immediately. No. No. I got. I got to give them time. Uh, how are you doing today, Jesse? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Good. I uh, I just finished watching the uh, the movie for today. Oh, did you? Did, did you? <laughs> Not like just, but like you know, maybe an hour ago. <laughs> I was very curious if you were going to watch it. I'm real interested to find out if any of the listeners watched it. Uh, so, listeners, I see some familiar names and a lot of unfamiliar names. So, uh, what we're talking about? Um, so, this episode, uh, as usual, we have a bunch of uh, TV movie even a little comic book news that we're going to react at we're going to react at the news and then also we kind of had a we don't have a title for it yet but we had like movie homework uh we watched a movie yesterday specifically we watched uh the perfection on netflix and uh we're going to talk about that a little bit today too i'm hoping i don't know where melanie is i know she watched it because i watched it with her uh she's not being responsive so i don't know what her deal is but I felt, you know, and I was suspicious of this. I had a hard time really saying, listeners, oh, Maggie Hare. Maggie Hare, who are you? Are you, <laughs> are you Matt? Who are you? Um, oh, She's new and she's seen the perfection. What, what that is perfection. Yes, it is. Uh, so I... I knew, like, I didn't really know much about the movie, but I knew even yesterday when I was like, so listeners, you should watch The Perfection. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I felt a little weird about it because I knew there was something to the movie. And it's, dude, it's definitely not something you just want to blind recommend to everyday ordinary people. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Sweet. Maggie is a horror junkie. It was on their list. Okay, good. Good. Uh, Melanie Crawford is joining. There we go. 
Hi, Melanie. Uh, she's she hasn't actually called in yet, but she's joining the chat room, so she'll be here soon, and then we can talk. Man, I don't know. The, the, my first thought after the movie ended last night was, I don't. What am I? What are we gonna? What am I gonna say? What am I gonna say about this? I don't even know what to think of this movie. Right, I think right. Maggie nailed it. The perfection was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think she hit on two different things there. Um, the fact that it, yeah, I agree that that's kind of the review, uh, <laughs> like summed up in a word. Uh, but the horror junkie part, like, yeah, they kind of build this thing as a horror movie on on uh, on Netflix. I'm assuming it shows up in the horror genre, you know, like when you're mm-hmm. doing your little browse and you're like, I wonder what I'm going to watch today. Right. And so I'm like looking at the synopsis and I watch the little, not the trailer, but the little thing that pops up as soon as you hover over. And then, uh, and I was like, Oh, okay. All right. And then it started. And I was like, this is not Randy's usual. No, 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 it's <laughs> definitely not. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got, I mean, it, I would, I'd still say just because of how extreme some of the content is, it's still horror, but it's definitely got more of a kind of thriller yeah. slant, and I'm not typically a kind of a straight thriller guy, uh, and it's, yeah, it's not my usual thing, and I, I told Melanie afterwards, I was like, this is not a Grawlix movie, this is not the kind of thing we cover on Grawlix, and she's like, Grawlix could be anything, I'm like, yeah, but we usually kind of shoehorn it towards a certain kind of movie. It's usually a sci-fi or something, you know, that's yeah, comic book related or something. Oh, if we go horror, we go big horror. We go like, uh, or we go like swamp thing horror, but like, uh, you like slashers, you know, we might talk about, we talk about child's mm-hmm. play an awful lot lately. Uh, yeah. So that kind of horror, uh, this is not that kind of horror. This is more like apt pupil meets, uh, Gerald's game or misery or, you know, like this is that seems more, fit, yeah. more in that vein. Uh, Joshua asks, is it another one of Netflix's big data movies? Maggie says, I think Netflix wanted it to be, uh, the shock of the plot, the fall. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. I got to, Melanie is joining us. Hello, Melanie. Hi. Uh, continuing on here, Maggie said the shock of the plot and the following shock brought in a lot of viewers by word of mouth. Yeah, I can't imagine, though, this is one of those movies they put together based on their big data because it's got a lot of stuff that I don't know that... I don't know, man. I can't imagine... What, what is that? Oh, that's your phone. That's my alarm. <laughs> Well, you better get out of bed. <laughs> I, I, I did. It just took me a minute. <laughs> uh, but no, this is this is not something I I can't imagine anybody making this and being like, yeah, this will appeal to as many people as possible. Oh, right, right. Well, and Maggie also made another good point there. Before that, uh, don't watch this if you if you're triggered because uh, by certain you know like traumas because this thing's full of them. Yeah. Full of traumas. <laughs> For sure. Like this could be, this could, uh, yeah, I could see people having an adverse reaction to this movie. How's it going, Melanie? How are you doing today? I just woke up. I just, just seriously just woke up. I kind of thought that might be the case. Uh, maybe I was traumatized by the chicken lady ending of that movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sh- sh- this is going to be tough because we're going to want to just talk about it. 
Uh, Maggie mentions, especially the vomiting scene. Yeah, I think yeah. that that is what, and it is kind of word of mouth, I guess. That's what put this movie on my radar was I heard people were, it was making people sick. And I was like, what's this? A horror <laughs> movie making people sick? And uh, okay, yeah, I see what they're, yeah, there's there's a bunch of vomiting. It's honestly not the worst vomiting. The, the bug stuff was pretty hardcore. Um, but I, I don't know. I think, I guess it's a, just kind of how intense that first segment of the movie is. And then also the gore and kind of the, the, the sexual abuse themes towards the end. This movie's got it all. <laughs> well, like it starts out very like, uh, I don't, it, it made me think of like cruel intentions. And I was like, what is this movie? I don't understand. I, wh- wh- when is it going to be horror? Cause I knew it was coming because they said it right there in the, uh, in the synopsis. And, but it was very cruel intentions, like psychological sexy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what is this thing? Well, it's like psychological sexy until it goes into uh, vomiting and dismemberment. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Uh, it takes some crazy left turns. Uh, And so, like, I don't know. Like, overall, I'm like, I I did like this movie in a lot of ways, but I was also like, I don't know what this movie is. Aspects of this will be hard to talk about just because since we're doing a live stream and we're going to have a lot of random people just kind of pop in like happens. Uh, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give spoilers away because there's two, definitely two big twists. Yeah. And the this is the kind of movie though where <laughs> Miss Poet asks, says, "Oh my God, what is this movie? Well, oh, what movie is this? The Perfection is what we're talking about. I'm gonna ask, what is this movie? No, because <laughs> it is the kind of movie where it's like one kind of movie until it does a little twist turn." And become something else. And it does that two or three times by the end. Yeah. And yeah. I, Generally, I don't look at reviews before doing a review. But I was on Letterboxd last night. Public speaking has asked to join. Sure, you were here before I was, I think. Hello. Oh, you're my fear, aren't you? <laughs> public speaking. It took him that long to figure it out. You, you let public speaking in before you knew what it was. Oh, no. Are you scared yet? <laughs> <laughs> Horrified. Uh, yes, Miss Poet, it is. It is on Netflix. What's going on, Matt? Hey, I, uh, I I wanted to call in and give you a quick review. I missed half of what you guys said because I had to deal with an emergency on my phone with my wife. Oh, um, well, it, dude, it, yeah, okay. By the way, just, just a general idea. How many people know how to use an air compressor in the world? Me. Uh, okay. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I don't want to get off too much on a tangent, but why does it take a half an hour to explain how to use an air compressor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Why does it take that long? Oh, oh, this isn't a joke. joke. This is not. This is real life. It's Crud. real life. Yes, I, <laughs> but um, so, have you guys completely covered uh, perfection? Not really, and I'm I'm unsure of how to handle spoilers since this since we have a whole bunch of random people who might not be even expecting us to be talking about this so but we haven't really we we've just kind of talked around it a little bit oh okay so go ahead and go ahead and spit out whatever you would like talk about the pop-up scare where after you got all the pieces in and then you turn the button and then it pops and all the pieces come flying back out oh wait that was a different perfection um, <laughs> I, I never saw that coming 
<laughs> I mean, I even know it's supposed to happen, and I never saw it coming. Jump scare every time. Um, no, ra- that movie, that that movie, this movie, what, however we should want to say it, um, it definitely was twisty. Yeah, yeah. You know, I and it it made me feel weird. I felt so bad. I was just <laughs> thinking of like, oh, this is this. I this is the movie we assigned as quote unquote homework, and I was like. I hope Matt's not watching this with kids around. I'm sh- I'm assuming you didn't, but I was like, this is not appropriate for a lot a lot of people. I imagine it, it, it almost felt not inappropriate for me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt weird knowing that I had probably sent several people to go watch this movie that weren't expecting whatever it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, we just we did discuss. We were like, okay, this is not necessarily Rolics. This is our twisted sense of uh, um, fun, and <laughs> and we probably shouldn't force it on on the rest of the world. But so okay, it made you feel weird. So what did what did you think of it? What was your, what's your takeaway from this movie? It it's it, to me it's like a cross between a horror film and an art film because yeah. you know. The way that a lot of the scenes were set up, I mean, the movie opens up, spoilers anybody, uh, the movie opens up with the face of a dead woman. Yeah. And then and then it's like, what, what am I looking at? And then, uh, sorry, hold on, my wife is texting me. Oh, that's fine. Um, if you gotta, yeah, if you gotta deal with the situation, that's not my, a problem. My, take, my takeaway is never uh, be a musician. <laughs> exactly. Never be a classical musician, and never be Stephen Weber. <laughs> never be <laughs> Stephen Weber. Yeah, you don't uh, even, you like don't even get after, to be the cool brother on Wings. Yeah, say so after Wings, it's like he got stuck with all the um, all the bad guy roles. I mean, mm-hmm. he was in the remake of Stan, and he was you know this the the Jack Nicholson character. Um, mm-hmm. You know. He was in uh, I Zombie, and he was the the crazy corporate guy who created the the. Has anyone seen that movie? I don't want to spoil it too much of it. No, I haven't. You haven't seen the TV show? Okay, well, it's really TV good. Show? Yeah, yeah. He, he he turns out to be a, a major character that's kind of like a jerk bad guy. Like, you know what? Honestly, I think Jasper would like the TV show because <laughs> it's about energy drinks. And zombies. <laughs> energy drinks and zombies. All right, he'd All like right. at least half of that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so Stephen Weber. If you see him in anything, he's the bad guy. Just yeah, steer, <laughs> if you see Stephen Weber, just in general in your life, steer away from him. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing good. Can come just from go this. the long way around. Wings yeah. was a long time, and his he's played a lot of characters that have done bad things since then. Yeah, but um, yeah. All in all, I think I think the movie was was rather interesting because I mean, what you think is the main character, well, it, it, maybe she is. She's still the main character. When you think she's a baddie, she turns into a goodie, and then she's a baddie, and then she's a goodie again. It's like what that was. That's something I commented to Melanie about was when I was still like not even sure if I liked the movie. Like I enjoyed the movie, but I was like, I mean. I guess it's kind of a pro that at one point I didn't know who I was supposed to be rooting for. Like 
character, there's, yeah, there's two, it kind of becomes two main characters where they switch from being villain protagonist to villain and back and forth to where bad things happening. You're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. Well, it's one of those things. Nobody's good. Exactly. They're all bad guys. Every single one of them is a bad guy. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm also a little conflicted on. I'm, I'm not. I, I think it worked fine. It's just the rewind. Yeah, reveal. I was like, I don't think I needed that. It, yeah. It's yeah, like, almost neither time. Like I think it happened twice. Maybe yeah. it happened more than twice. But like, especially the first time, I was like, okay, I get it. I didn't need. I honestly didn't need any of this. I I figured all that out. In fact, I was a little annoyed with the first twist because I was like, oh, that was so obvious. Like it was obvious it was going to twist that way. Um. Yeah. But then, then the other twists uh, sold me on that first twist because it's like, oh, bait and switch. Yeah. So, so looking on Letterboxd last night, um, just kind of sit through some people's reviews and thoughts of it. Uh, it was a little bit better reviewed than I expected because it definitely seems like the kind of movie that a lot of people are just not going to be on board with. But a lot of... A lot of people really liked the first third and then felt like the second into the third thirds, uh, it nosedived. And a lot of people were really upset with the, the ending bit, the last, I guess, the last act of it. That's but I, I don't know the classics, man. <laughs> it does feel like it goes very... Freak show. Yeah, freak show. Or it feels like something that would be in a, in a creep show comic or something like an old EC comic. It kind of goes this weird, I don't know, It's becomes revenge. It's just through most of the movie, you don't know who it's revenge for or why. I guess uh, I like I like your parallel to say that it's, it's like an EC comic. I mean, it definitely mm-hmm. had that, that kind of end. Um, and, and I just, I, okay, so you didn't hear what they played at the end, but do you think that they played it perfect? I think they did. Yeah. I, I think that oh, it was yeah. I think it was played perfect just by the look on what's his name's face. And I don't want to give spoilers, but what becomes of Steven Weber I kind of felt was super cheesy, but in a way that's the thing that feels the most EC comics to me. So when I think about it that way, I can kind of get on board. It just starts to lose plausibility of like I don't know. It's not a movie that works in plausibility where it, it's like, well, how how are they getting away with this? Um I, you can't really look at it that way because like some, like, like mentioned, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit art house movie. It's, it's just like, and I have said it already a couple times, but I'm going to explain myself. If you've never seen the movie freak show at the end, <laughs> are you going to straight spoilers? Don't go straight spoilers for a freak show. No, for this movie. No, I'm going straight spoilers a little bit for freak show, but is it good? Us? Okay. Okay. That's fine. Just don't spoil okay. this movie. <laughs> Freak Show is like 80 years old, so that's fine. Yeah. Just watch the movie Freak Show if you haven't seen it. It's old, but it's it's worth it, and you'll get a lot of references that you would never got before. Um, one of they, us. One of yeah. us. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They turn someone into a chicken lady, okay? That's all I'm going to say. And, <laughs> and I, I, the first time I saw it, I was like, what? What is this? But but you you know you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to being a chicken lady. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, I see what you're saying though. This this movie kind of gives you the same vibe. Yes, it's got there's def- yeah, I could see the parallels you draw there. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to jump back into the comments. There's just a few since we've been talking about this. Uh, Joshua, okay, he's saying jump scares are dumb and cheap, and I agree. Maggie says it's not a long movie. Uh, art film is actually a good description. Very eyes wide shut in a way. And uh, I don't think the first half of the movie wasn't worth such a shocking ending. You don't. Mm, I'm not sure exactly what they mean. Do you think uh, it doesn't set it up or was worth? Okay. Doesn't think the first half of the movie was worth such a shocking ending. Okay. But that, I think that's part of the point is they don't want it to be. They don't want you to know. They want that to be. They did it that way so that you didn't know what was going on. Like it was its own weird, scary thing, but not at all the rest of the movie. They wanted it that way. I'm assuming. I mean, I will say it's definitely a movie. At no time did I know where it was going. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> at no time. <laughs> I can I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm all about something I can't guess because I guess way too much. Uh, it made the movie a little unbalanced is all. No, I can I can understand that because it it is weird. I'm I I'm not really itching to watch it again, but I'd be curious as to how well how it plays on a rewatch because Knowing where it goes, it might feel more balanced, but it 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 does th- feel like three different movies kind of put together. Oh, even the way it's shot, man! Like the mm-hmm. first part feels very cosmopolitan and and very, like I said, very cruel intentions, and it's shot that way. It's it's very high society, and all this stuff is happening, and then all of a sudden you're in a creepy little tour bus, <laughs> you know, it's and it's such- shot differently. Then did, did they only have one director? Because it did feel kind of anthology-like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I should have done my little stats here. It did have one director. Um, it was written by three people. Uh, okay. Written by Richard Shepard, Nicole Snyder, and Eric C. Carmelo. Directed by Richard Shepard. And starring Allison Williams, Logan Browning. Those are the two female uh, leads. And Steven Weber. And some other people, of course. But those are kind of the main characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In that respect, it reminded me of of um, the signal, not the one with. Um, is it called the signal? I don't know. There's too there's too many movies called the signal, but you know the one yeah. where you know the one. The anthology. Yes. Yeah. But it, it's all made like it's one movie. It's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I mean, it's all one story. It's just. The, yeah. It definitely takes two very specific twists and draws your attention to it because it rewinds the film. Uh, but And then it changes. And it's one cohesive story. It just definitely shifts gear to where it kind of even changes genre. And I guess in a way, I don't know, that first part is kind of strong, even though I was a little, still a little concerned because it hints at it possibly being well, is this a plague store type story? You know, a, a virus story? Is this a uh, hostile style lost in a foreign country story? Uh, like, is this going to be a stalker, uh, single white female story? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So, and then it doesn't really, it goes none of those places. <laughs> um, hey guys, I, I hate this, but I, I got to bounce. Um, no problem. I do want to give you my score. Okay. Yes. You ready for this? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. boy. I oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
This is Randall's other fear. (laughs) (laughs) It is three and a half. No, three and a quarter. Lost on lost on a Chinese bus out of five buses. Three and a quarter. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'll accept it. <laughs> I don't think Jasper's listening. If he was, he'd be like, What? Yeah, yeah. He would he would not be okay with this. Oh, and 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 the last thing is since we started us off with fears, the, the undertone of the entire thing is a big is probably one of my biggest fears, you know, because I'm a dad and I have a young mm-hmm. daughter. And ah. that subtext is probably the most visceral feeling I could possibly have. And it's kind of interesting that it doesn't even really bring that in until the last third of the movie. But yeah. no, yeah, okay, I could yeah. totally see that. So, but again, I got to bounce, guys. Um, and I'll, I'll still be listening. I just, I actually have to do some work. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah. And I will talk to you guys later. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Bye. That was Matt D from uh, 60s Reboot Podcast and Comics with My Kids. Every Jasper says, whatever, everybody's rating rankings are acceptable, but mine. Just because you are a regular co-host of the Grown Cinematic <laughs> Universe, Jasper. You're supposed to know better. You're held to a higher standard. Uh, so you're supposed to set the bar. We are uh, the bar. He he has an interesting point with kind of the underlying, the fears that the movie plays on, because it definitely hits on a lot, and that is part of the shifting of the movie. Because you, there's elements of body horror. There's like I said, there's the virus situation. There's uh, being drugged. Like there's just there are a lot of things kind of at play. Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Jasper, she, I'm not even going to read that one. That's too mean to yourself. I wouldn't even go that mean. And I'm me. Yes. We love I you, do, Jasper. We, we, hold, we, hold you <laughs> a, we hold you to a higher standard. That's why we're so hard on you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You need to play the perfection. It needs to be perfect, but we love you. It better be perfect. It better be perfect. <laughs> I can't even. I was. I can't. I can't joke about that any further. There, I, there, I want to make a joke about out of focus Stephen Weber, but it's that's in bad taste. So I just want to. <laughs> okay, I will hint at it though. Um, <laughs> all right. So you, awful. Speaking of ratings and listeners, if you're confused by like all our talk about the ranking movie ranking, it's because on a uh, GCU. Our other podcast, Grolic Cinematic Universe. I give Jasper a hard time for trying to give things odd ratings. We usually go by a five-star rating, and that includes half stars. So you've got a scale of ten. And Jasper tries to once in a while go wacky with it and do like a three point five three. And I'm not. I don't have none of it. But so our guests always like to jump on that. Um. So speaking of that, where does this sit for you guys? Hmm. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I expected to based on the way that it opened. Um, But at the same time, there were some definite things that was like, okay, you didn't need to spell it out that much. Like some of the rewinds bothered me. They took me out of it because I was like, I didn't need, I didn't need a rewind. I get it. It's pretty obvious what, what just happened here. The twist is twisty enough without, 
a full-on explanation. Yeah, no, I think you really hit on, yeah, what bugs me about the rewinds is it feels like it's like, okay, well, we're going to, it feels dumb, but it feels not because it's necessarily, not that the movie's dumb, but it feels like it's talking down to you and treating you kind of dumb. It's something I'd expect in like a, like a sitcom or something like more like I would expect to see that in a comedy movie, that kind of rewind, but but, not in this. But also you should think, I mean, I don't know where you are on the intelligence scale. I'm slightly above average. I'm going to get a guess. Maybe you guys are too. And you have to remember that half of the population is not, they are below average. So sometimes they do need to spell it out. But I, yeah, okay, maybe. But I don't feel like this movie was made for half of the population. This movie seems like it was made for a specific audience. Okay, maybe. And and because that art house feel, uh, it's like, okay, this feels like a movie that that is for smart people a little bit, you know? And so, yeah, that that felt, yeah. I get what you're saying. I absolutely agree. Like, for some people, they're going to need it spelled out. And they're going to be frustrated with it if it isn't. But I think this would have maybe been a stronger movie if I were allowed to just figure it out on my own. Because I don't know that I needed either rewind. Because it's pretty clear in the way that the narrative goes forward. You know, I'd like to see a cut of this movie without those rewinds. Because I think that the narrative still spells it out even without that rewind. Well, they see that's the way they make, make everything by like Bandersnatch, so that there can be one version. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> movies will get to a point and then pop up an option like, "Are you still on board? Are you following it? <laughs> like this? Are you confused? To like this?" And it'll jump back and play alternate scene to kind of spell things out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that kind of bums me out because I could see that happening. I think. Yep, I think we just give somebody at Netflix a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so yeah, listeners, if you are unsure, we were talking about the Perfection movie on Netflix. Um, to just kind of, I honestly, I randomly picked it because it was it was on my list. I'd heard something about it. I knew it was kind of a horror thing, so I was curious, and also just trying to find a fairly recent movie released on Netflix that we could watch and talk about. Mm-hmm. Which I you realized I had accidentally started watching before we ever decided we were going to watch it, mm-hmm. but luckily I got tired and I didn't finish it. Uh, so I'm going to give this. I was, I was, I'm so torn between three and three and a half, but I'm going to go ahead and give this three and a half. And I don't know if it earns the extra half, but man, I don't know if I liked it, but I was entertained and by it. And I didn't know where it was going at any point. And I, I guess maybe I didn't have expectations, so it didn't let me down. Um, there's definitely some things that I are not necessarily great about it, but there's a lot of interesting stuff. There's some really nice shots. There's some like, pretty awesome cinema uh, cinematography so and there is some gore and stuff that it made me cringe or not flinch maybe is the right word yeah it, it has some very surprising gore and oh, you know the effects are pretty solid yeah that knife through the forearm whoa <laughs> um okay wow okay. I'm, i can't believe we talked about that for 30 minutes hey everybody then <laughs> this is not what we usually do on the lunchbox this is this is a like a first go at it but i think this went pretty well yeah yeah i think i might have liked it a little more than you actually yeah what yeah. would you give it it's okay you I, can like i might i might go four 
Ooh. Because, like, just, just, I don't know. I didn't play music or anything. But I was, you know, the thing where, you know, you get, uh, you know, an A, and then they're like, why did you get an A plus? And, you know, had had this kind of a stressor in my life always to be perfect when mm-hmm. I was younger, which made me go crazy a little bit, you know? And I, I get it. And I get how you could be manipulated as a child by that, you know, mm-hmm. very easily. And I mean that the rewind is a little stupid, but it's sometimes you have to, yeah, you have to like think back on things and relive it to see what, what it was that messed you up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I can see it. I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a good movie. I would uh, say, I think I sit at about three, 3.5 as well, because I, I did literally uh, recommend this to Holly after I watched it. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh, this would have been one that I probably should have waited to see with Holly, except that she was, she, you know, she's busy. So we weren't able to watch it together, but I think she'd like it. I think she would enjoy watching it on her own. Yeah. Yeah. I think chicks would enjoy it. How's that? I'm representing my peoples. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, that's rare. I know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the perfection. So I would recommend it to people who can handle gory or gross things. That's uh, chicks. Woo. Potentially triggering subject matter and uh, like horror movies. Yeah. Or even just thrillers. I think this would appeal to yeah. somebody who's not necessarily into horror movies but can get in on a thriller. So, yeah. Can I just share a really quick funniness? My mom doesn't like scary movies, but unless they're gory. She only likes gory movies. Isn't what? that weird? What? Really? That, yeah. that is weird. Yeah, I know. But anyway, okay. Psychological thriller. Yeah. No, yeah. Maggie, totally. That, that is, I, I feel, more appropriate genre title for this. Psychological thriller. Um, all right. Do you guys want to react it? Where's Jasper? Jasper was here. He he made some comments. Then he yeah. got real hard on himself, and I'm not sure if he's still listening or not. But Jasper, we love you. Come home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alvin. Jasper, Alvin says he's still waiting for his mail. He wants his Gruer certification. Or maybe he's after uh, like a monthly subscription box that I, th- I feel like Jasper was pitching <laughs> <laughs> that's true you see he's gotta he's gotta afford his powder somehow his his uh you know powdered energy drink yeah it's good to specify <laughs> yeah 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 his powdered <laughs> energy drink formula mix mm-hmm. <laughs> esports branded it's probably not what Casbox was <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> for those of you not in the chat uh jasper says that he's gonna have to wait He's going to have to wait. Yeah. Hey, Maggie, thanks. She, uh, this is my first episode ever, and you guys are a joy to listen to. Well, I appreciate oh, it. We, uh, we've we been doing – we might not be a joy every day, but we've been doing <laughs> the, the live streams. This time uh, we, we do them Monday through Friday. And then also we have a regular podcast that releases – the Grolix podcast releases on the first and third Monday of every month. And the Grolix Cinematic Universe with uh, me and Jasper, who's in the chat right now, um, promising, <laughs> promising people things he's not going to deliver on. Uh, <laughs> 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 we, 
we do, we do being pretty entertaining at it too yeah uh we do two, we do two uh episodes a month as well on the alternating mondays that grolic's podcast doesn't go out so uh, yeah thanks maggie i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad we found you yay um, we have a listener <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, our episodes are going to get a little wacky uh, this last month and the next couple of months, just be or the next couple of weeks, just because uh, we have a convention coming up. I don't want to launch into pimping that just yet since we just promoted the websites, but um, they're there. So if it gets it a little be. erratic for a couple of weeks, bear with us. Yeah. You know what? I think it might be just erratic, period. <laughs> Jasper is now threatening people. <laughs> Maggie, share it with your friends or I will find you. We did have a new listener. <laughs> Jasper, don't threaten, the, don't threaten the new listeners. Yeah, man. Okay. React at the news. Okay, I have a couple of stories here. I don't know how interesting they are to everyone. A couple of them are not even interesting to me, but I feel like they're notable. Not that um, they were all good. So, okay. Here's the first one, and this might not... Uh, Mouse Guard is a comic series that i've heard something about it sounded interesting it's kind of this is me recalling an interview i heard like four years ago on some other podcast but i want to say mouse guard is kind of like a fantasy adventure style story but as your mice or the main characters are mice and they have this whole like system set up um so apparently there was a movie in the works that got canceled um and the director did pulled a as as the uh, news article says, uh, pulled a Deadpool and released demo footage from the canceled movie. So I'm guessing, hoping that somebody will see that and then pick it up. And I watched through his kind of demo trailer. And based on that, it actually looked pretty good. Well, it's pretty like... And maybe I'm not right about it, but it, isn't it like... Uh, it's it's very cute looking style in, in terms of the comic. Um but it's also very like I mean it's surprisingly violent for how cute it is because it's like legit um, battles and stuff. Uh, let's see. It says it's been described as Game of Thrones with mice. Yeah. yeah so there fair. you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it. It sounds super cool. Um, but apparently that is like Game of Thrones with mice is kind of a risk, and they've been having trouble getting a studio to commit to it. Well, they they don't know adults very well then, or like the new adults, because we all want our we want everything animated. <laughs> everything uh, should be acted by little cute creatures. This is kind of like Watership Down. I don't. I'm not sure what that is. I know okay, that's another one that's kind of like surprisingly uh, gritty, but has cute animals as the protagonists. Yeah, that makes us care about them. Yeah. Because uh, like people, <laughs> I feel like people might go to this thinking like the was it um, the tale of Despero? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but um, that one's a little more fairy tale, and this one might be a little more violent. I mean, especially if you're throwing the Game of Thrones comparison in there. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's um, not the violence. Maybe it's all the like incest. You know, <laughs> all the all the mouse, all the mouse loving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now they said about this little trailer type thing, or it's not even a trailer. It's basically like a demo reel, 10 minutes long. Um, they said it's, it's, uh, let's see. 
<laughs> now I'm now I'm mashing up the uh, leaked Deadpool footage with mice, and I'm like, oh, this guy knows he's wearing the fur pants. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we don't have to spend too much time on this. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the tone of this is nothing Deadpool, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a thing where they it was quote unquote leaked. So what? What the, did he just say? Mouse loving? Uh, yes. You shouldn't leave your powder out. Keep your powder dry, as they say. <laughs> I'll get in into like, it. <laughs> All right, and here's another story that I have no interest in really diving into other beyond the headline. I can if you guys want. Production begins on LeBron James's Space Jam 2. I mean, how do you improve on perfection? Why, why even follow up? Uh, Maggie says the art for Mouse Guard is beautiful. Sorry, I wanted to hit on that before we move oh, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it is, yeah. Um, Le- okay, so Space Jam 2, LeBron James... Space, Space Jam was not a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's this weird thing where it was generally like it did bl- gangbusters back in the day, of course, because it's whatever the huge marketing. It's got had Michael Jordan, and it, it was going to do good regardless. Kids will watch anything that doesn't count. But the problem is, people. We're to the generation now where the Space Jam is nostalgia mm-hmm. for a lot of people. The fondly remembered Space Jam. As they were children, but uh, half population is below average. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maggie says these days nostalgia sells. Yes, for sure. Jasper says Tarantino Star Trek. Star Trek has a script, Randy. It's going to happen. I won't believe it until I probably won't believe it after it's in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. We're just going to blow through these stories. The Office to leave Netflix in 2020. Oh. Exclusively on NBC Universal's forthcoming service. Now, this isn't oh, a big deal God. to me because I was like, The Office has been on Netflix for ages. I'm surprised it's, they still have it. But it is a big deal because a lot of people love watching The Office and they watch it on Netflix. Yeah. It's like a meme, man. Like, it's all over social media where, where people are just like, oh, I could watch something new or watch The Office again. Click, watch The Office again. So a couple of the, yeah, exactly. A couple of the takeaways for me was, one, it's going to leave in 2020. I believe 2021, it'll hit uh, the NBC's new streaming service. And then two, NBC Universal is uh, will have a new streaming service. Everyone is um, getting their own streaming service. It's dumb. It, it It is a little ridiculous. Like I said, a while, uh, I don't know if it was on one of these live shows, but in a way, it's exactly what I always wanted was, you know, I, I hate cable. Why do, why do I have to pay for a bundle of like a uh, hundred channels that I don't watch and two that I do? Um, <laughs> they should just piecemeal it and then I could just buy what I want. And that's kind of what you have with streaming services, except now it's still... <laughs> Now it's like 40 different streaming services and there's one show on here I want and one show over here. Yes, exactly. That's kind of what sucks. Soon you'll have to select a streaming service for every singular facet of entertainment. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean. It's getting there. Yeah. I mean, you can already do that with like um, 
books, you know, we've basically got Scribd and, and Audible out there kind of doing that kind of thing where you pay a monthly fee and you have access to a certain library or certain things are free on the library and you can, you can have in-app purchases, yada, yada, yada. So you're seeing it for comic books. You're seeing it for uh, actual books. You're seeing it for movies. Uh, I think you can do it with video games. I think uh, if you if you're on those consoles, they have certain things like that. Oh, and in fact, I know it. Nintendo Switch has it. You can mm-hmm. have the Nintendo Online and uh, have access to a bunch of classic uh, Nintendo games. Yep. Oh yeah. No, I think they they all have that now. And in fact, that's even going to get dicier because. Google Stadia will be coming out, and that's basically not a console, but a service that kind of gets around needing a console to where they're just going to stream games. So everything will be subscription-based in that respect. Um, so I imagine it'll it'll be... The, I mean, you see it with Steam and the Epic Store now, where mm-hmm. a lot of people are upset about the Epic Store because they keep claiming um, exclusives, which means they can't get it on Steam. And I'm... More options, I think, are good. Uh, Mackie recommends Shudder. They say uh, sh- they say it's worth it if you enjoy horror. Oh. Um, a lot better choices than The Perfection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I think all the options are good. The issue is they've got to try to be competitive, and that kind of makes it suck as the consumer because you do have then services stealing the good stuff to where you end up having to bundle all this together to get all the things you like. Or really what you need is you need to make friends. You need to get off the internet and go make a friend or two. And then one of you gets Netflix and one of you gets HBO and one of you gets the other. And then you just share your login. That's you the way around it. You people make friends off the internet? <laughs> you make friends on the internet. <laughs> well, what is this option you speak of? <laughs> there's way more people on the, on the internet than outside my door. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yes, I realize that's because I don't live in a city, but that's fine. Yeah. We live in a city. What are friends? Oh, you don't live in a city. You're right. I'm sorry. I forget you live you live out in the suburb. Maggie says, uh, yeah, girl is correct. <laughs> girl is right. Yay. A girl has no name. <laughs> I have a name. I just don't speak it. <laughs> girl has no uh, Game of Thrones all up in here. That's one thing that saddens me about the ending of Game of Thrones is you will there will be less and less random references to Game of Thrones. And that's those are always fun. Yeah. Oh. Maggie says, I meant girl as in my girl. Sweet. <laughs> the other day my sister was like, I can't see without my glasses. And I almost started crying. Sorry. <laughs> did it make you think of uh, Macaulay Colgan? Yes, it did. <laughs> My girl. Okay, so next story. And also, wait, I need to jump back because Matt uh, asked what are friends. And also, there should be an app that lets you access all of your streaming services. And that app will just call you, cost you $10.99 per month. <laughs> wait, I added that last bit. There is an app. It's called like uh, Roku. Is that a? No, oh, that's not an app. Well, oh, I, I, I mean, that's a. It's more. That's a device, but it's kind right. of the same thing. Yeah. Josh like, Hates says, "Let's call it Microsoft." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's called Android or Windows or whatever operating system is on the device that 
You have all, or Roku or Fire Stick. Yep, that's right. I should try Fire Stick. People keep telling me it's great. Well, you have. What do you have? You have a Roku. I have a Roku. Right? Yeah. And you have. Was it Cody or Kofi or something? Is is an app that people use? A man says there there's apps that aren't very legal. Yes. 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 Maggie says Fire Stick is great if it's jailbroken. Oh, okay. Um, she's got to hack it. She's got to hack it. Sounds like some kind of blockchain thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm a criminal that way. Maggie says. <laughs> a man recommends T. Oh. A man, I don't know who you are, but I love that that's your name because that makes it awesome when you quoting you. A man says, TTV, Showbox, those are probably uh, slightly less than reputable apps, but those are options. Uh, DC teams with Joe Hill for pop-up horror line, for pop-up horror line of comics, Hill House. Um, I, 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 mainly I found this interesting because Joe Hill does interesting stuff, especially if he's doing horror. Yeah, uh, better than his dad. Better, th- better than his dad. Oh, well, can, can he stick a can he stick a landing better? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, go. lock and key. I'll agree with that. Yes, he, he wrote lock, lock and key. Um, I found this interesting. So it seems like it's going to be a limited run kind of imprint. Uh, yes, Hill has surpra- surpassed King, says Matt. Um, and I found this interesting given like DC just, there was just the news that DC's axing a bunch of their imprints, including Vertigo, which is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, but this is not going to be like a permanent ongoing thing. It sounds like a limited run of Joe Hill led horror series. It'll be called Hill House. So, yeah. Because they have to, you know, play on it's their- a weird hill to die on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let's see. Prison. I'm skipping over to the next one. No, actually, these are both fairly interesting stories to me. And I know I'm. this is jumping into comic book stuff. And I don't know how much of an appeal that has to our audience on CastBox. But I found them interesting, and I bet a lot of people will, too. Okay. Um, the creator of Too Much Coffee Man. I don't know Too Much Coffee Man. It's great. Is it? It's a great title. It's great. It's uh, it's super quirky, and it's uh, yeah. Well, the creator is turning the Mueller report into a graphic novel. That's kind of awesome, and, and he's the perfect uh, he's the perfect creator to do that. Um, really, his art style is very. It's it's almost editorial cartooning style, but not quite that. I don't know. You'll just have to look up his art. Uh, once once we're off and and see what you think of that but i think uh i think he's the perfect one to do it um it will be let's see published by idw next year as a 208 page adaptation uh summarizing the stranger than fiction real life events surrounding the investigation um this so strange i was i flipped on some random youtube channel that i won't mention but i flipped on some random youtube channel yesterday I think it was yesterday, and they were live streaming basically a reading of the Mueller report by a ton of actors, like A-list, some of them, yeah, A-list actors, uh, John Lithgow, 
you know, some older actors, younger actors, like just a ton of people just reading bits of the Mueller report. And I was like, that's one, that's interesting. And two, it's sad that you have to hire a bunch of actors to read that stuff because nobody pays attention to it. But that's okay. Oh, my goodness. What? They have a Black Mirror comic book. Do they? Yeah. And Mr. Robot. And American Horror Story. And Sensei. Wow. That, does Sensei include the sloppy wet sex toys? Because I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look at it. I just saw that. You. You. Yeah, I know. I know how you feel about it. Maggie says because when I want to hear political discourse, I look to Hollywood actors. No, I get that. A part of my part of the thing about the Mueller that reading that kind of bugs me is it's like they have to kind of do that because it's Hollywood actors that will get people's eyes on it. Otherwise they no they there's so many people that just won't pay any mind to it. No one will. And, I mean And spoiler, a lot of people you probably should. So <laughs> Uh, the other thing that's uh, random quirky adaptation news is Prison Break. The TV s- series Prison Break will be getting a manga adaptation. Like a proper manga released in Japan adaptation of the TV show Prison Break. Huh. Thought that was, thought that was odd. I think I find it difficult. I like, I like it some of it. Obviously, I watched a bunch of anime, but it's really hard for me to switch from regular comics to manga because then I don't know what direction I'm supposed to be reading from. And and it confuses me. Okay. Maggie, do they say who the artist is going to be? What company are, is that in reference to the prison break thing? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, 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 Drawn by artist here. Uh, Soyama, I am not good at Japanese names, so I will copy paste into the you're, chat. You're not That's good at English names, man. <laughs> That's true. I'm not good at names. Right. Ikosuke. Soyama. You go, Maggie. Maggie, get it? Okay, bad name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a reference name. to earlier in the week where we're purposely uh, but, saying names badly. Yeah, I'm just going to start butchering everyone's name on purpose so nobody knows when I'm doing it legitimately. Yep. Uh, hiding in plain sight. So apparently the first chapter has been released online already through a subscription streaming service, um, but it has not actually been released in the U.S. yet. That is, if you're in the U.S. It looks crappy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't imagine... I didn't watch Prison Break. I know a lot of people liked it. I'm not saying it's not good, but I didn't watch it. Wasn't really that interested. I am even less interested in a manga based on it. But I found the fact that that's a thing kind of interesting. Weird. Well, apparently it has an audience, at least in Japan. Yeah, I mean, that must be it, right? Yeah. Uh, So... And Jasper a while ago asked, what is going on with the news? What is going on with this news? What? This news is great. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was say, like we can dig into this news. Matt asked, will it be voiced by the same guys? I mean, okay, so it's just manga. So it's basically, it's it's not animated or anything. But if it becomes, what if it becomes an anime? What if they make an anime based on the manga, based on the TV show? Then maybe. And then. That's Prison Breakception. 
when they have to overdub it for U.S. audiences, I bet they would get the same people. Because, oh, for sure. If they can. If they can afford those guys to do another thing. They can. <laughs> <laughs> what else have they been doing? CW shows? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. That's mean. I Captain enjoy, Cold Hard Cash. I enjoy both those actors. I I, I think they're pretty fun. In fun roles. They might not be fun in prison break, but they're fun in, in legends. I might I might say goodbye now because I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, oh yeah, so we're holy crap. Today flew by. It's one fifty six. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Are you saying your goodbyes? I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) See you, Mel. See ya. Talk to you later, Melanie. Yep. Bye. All right. No, she brings up a good point. We are almost at the end of our time here today. So tomorrow is going to be interesting because we'll have the live stream, and then I need to book it to Lincoln, or not Lincoln, to Council Bluffs, and get ready for O-Comic-Con or Ocon Expo. Right. Um, I may I may only be able to do a little bit of tomorrow too because I will be going to an appointment and then doing the exact same thing. Okay. So No no problem. And then Friday is going to be even more interesting because I'm going to attempt to do the live stream from the convention. The heart of the convention on Friday. I ooh, it's going to be interesting. You're going you're going to get to experience the thing we've been pimping for the last 2 weeks. <laughs> hey, thanks Maggie. Maggie says, thank you, guys. I'm now a fan. We'll be an avid listener. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. Today, I, I won't lie. Today was actually a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> Not every day is quite this smooth. Yesterday was kind of rough. That's why you can't find the replay of it. But uh, today, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, if anyone listening happens to be in the Nebraska, Iowa region, yep, 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 that's where we're at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh Check us out this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We will be at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa for Ocon Expo 2019. We'll have a table in the podcast pavilion. Uh, you can find out more info, info about it at OconExpo.com. Uh, oh, Jesse will be there, not necessarily at the Grolix table, but he'll, be, he'll have an artist booth at the Tank Zombie booth. You should check that out. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool creators. There's going to be some cool uh, podcasts that we know and some cool podcasts that we're going to get to know. Yep. So much networking. And Sam Jones. And Sam Flash will be there. Yeah. Ah! (laughs) Thank you. Somebody has to do it. Will will Randall be on a panel (laughs) and give a public speech? If I get invited onto a panel, I will join someone else's panel depending on the topic if it's like about podcasting yeah definitely i'll join know, someone's panel I'll pimp, not gonna... uh, I'll pimp one panel in particular lee cersei who has called in to this live lunchbox a number of times mm-hmm. uh he is doing a podcasting panel so i would i would you know if you get invited onto that one that i mean that that would be a good one i might to- yeah i might see about talking my way onto that panel but it, uh, not where I'm a focus. I'm not going to do a panel where I'm the focus and like have to host it or anything. Um, but I'll sit there and listen and then occasionally chime in maybe. Yeah. Thanks for the hearts and everything, everybody. Uh, you can find more of this show every Monday through Friday at about this time. 
here on Livecast. Uh, you can find replays of this show if you look up uh, Grolix Lunchbox Live here on Livecast. And you can find the Grolix Podcast and Grolix Cinematic Universe on Livecast, as well as any other podcast directory that most shows are on. Or go to GrolixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your hump day. Which is so, it's, I always find that such a weird expression. I get it. It's the hump, it's the middle of the week, but it's, it's better weird. than mouse loving. It's, it is better than mouse loving. Um, and then we'll be back. I'll be, at least I'll be back tomorrow or Thursday. I'm not sure what we'll talk about. We'll talk about something fun. Uh, if you're coming back to join me tomorrow, think of some topics. I'll, we'll, we'll open it up and talk about whatever you guys want <laughs> within reason. I think the theme song might be the best part of the show sometimes. It's a it's a great theme song, man. I do a, I do chair dance. Do you? Yeah, I, I yeah. like it. I like it. I'm not ashamed to say I'm my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Take it easy. And you too, Jesse. I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>